Welcome to Data Science at Home, the podcast about data science for small companies and large enterprises. Data Science at Home is the show where we tell you the skills you need and the tools you can build at home. We are supported by World of Piggy, thinking human world in mathematical terms. Visit worldofpiggy.com or Twitter at World of Piggy. Welcome everybody to another episode of Data Science at Home and this time I am with a software guy who, like me, is in the big data arena for a while. Hi Wim, welcome to the show. Hi Francesco. So Wim, who are you? Well, I'm a software guy. I've been uh, a software developer uh, when I started out as a software guy and then got into a CTO level of roles and development manager. I've been in, interested in big data technology since 2009, been doing um, Big Data Belgium as lead organizer, and uh, these days I'm also co-founder of Big Boards. Um, I'm also a consultant for hire um, to do big data projects. As you can already understand, there are a lot of interesting things that WIM is doing, and uh, we will get there in a minute. I first would like to know, what is your vision about data and more specifically big data? As everybody knows these days that uh, data is the new oil and big data are the tools to actually refine that um, course product into refined products and services. What we see these days is that also big data is becoming more and more democratic so even small companies can start to reap the benefits of, of, of big data to build their own better products and services using data. And uh, we will get also into the details of uh, big data in the Belgian community um, because Belgium is the place where not only you grew up I guess and where also I personally work for uh, quite a long time now. So I think that um, you are actually the best person who can answer one simple question. What's happening in Belgium with big data? A lot of things. Uh, most companies are looking at big data these days to actually improve products and services, to mine the data that they have in-house and to start um, pulling in data from the internet to improve their offerings. So a lot of companies see the benefit, but have it really difficult to actually implement it and build value-added projects um, using these technologies. What do you think is happening abroad that is not happening here? I actually don't think that Belgium is really different from the rest of the world. Um, all these big data technologies, data innovation technologies, they started out in Silicon Valley actually where all the big internet companies start building technologies to help them um, actually solve really difficult problems, um, data at scale, data at speed, data in variety. Um, the thing is that most of these technologies these days have become open source, so they're readily available to even the smallest of companies to actually apply them to do better things, to improve the offerings they have, to actually do new things with their existing data or do existing things with new data. That's actually what these things help solve. But it's to us, it's not about the, what everybody has been defining as the three Vs of data and big data, volume, variety, and velocity. Within Silicon Valley, there are a lot of companies that have these problems, but outside Silicon Valley, even in, in America, the, the incumbent industry players are not dealing with data at, at the three Vs, but they actually employ um, these technologies to improve what they have in-house or in, use data that, that they pull in from outside of their company, their organizations. Can we say that Belgium is like a little Silicon Valley? Belgium is like the rest of the world, and <laughs> Silicon Valley is different. I'd, I'd say it like that. I agree with that. 
And then BigBoards.io was born. So first of all, I, I was really captured by the motto that I read on your website, uh, which goes like this. It, it says, from zero to big data in less than one hour, <laughs> which was really amazing. And, and, and another one was a very catchy phrase, uh, portable cluster that sits on your desk. Now, I, I'm used to have different things on my desk, but I never thought to have a portable cluster that sits on my desk. So what is that? Well, that's actually the product offering of Big Boards. We actually built hardware. Our solution is a hardware-software combination. So it's a hardware device. It's a six-node computer cluster. It's a true big data cluster, but, well, I say it laptop-sized. It has a footprint that's smaller than the regular laptops these days, about 25 centimeters, but it contains six computers, uh, six terabytes of hard disk and, and a full network switch. So and you actually have a big data cluster just on your desk. Wow. It's, it's really intriguing. And indeed, the first time that we met, I could see from the distance a guy coming with a box in his hands. And, and that was like, I could have never imagined it was like six computers in his hands. And, and, and that was it. It's true. It's true. It, it really is portable. It only weighs about three kilograms. So you can just um, tag it along. Um, if you go to customers for a demo or you're a consultant going to customers to implementing a solution, but the hardware is just one part of the solution. It's the software stack that actually makes it most interesting. What we deliver is actually a, a, a hardware device that just works out of the box. So we kind of bring the iPhone experience to big data engineers and data scientists. Um, it's just usable by just providing it network and power. Um, and we actually added an app store, like on your smartphone, but then for data processing technologies. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You are overwhelming me of information. So wait a minute. Are you saying that people can just install things like on an Apple Store? Indeed, yes. Um, but not applications like games and stuff, but really data processing technologies like Hadoop and Cassandra and Spark and these things. But just a click of a button, the things get downloaded for you. So in a few minutes, you've got a full Hadoop cluster installed, maybe with Spark on top of it and machine learning libraries included. So you can just throw your data at it and do machine learning at scale instead of on a single laptop. Wow, that's, that's, as Steve Jobs would have said, insanely great. Cool. <laughs> Are you contributing to kill the position of DevOps and data science? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, because we don't want, our, our solution is not a data center great production ready solution. It's more like a productivity tool. Like if um, we were building web applications or enterprise application, we give all our, our software engineers a MySQL installation on, on their laptops. We give them a personal cluster. So in that respect, it's a productivity tool for teams and data scientists who actually have to churn away on data now on their laptops, but this at this time at scale, because six terabytes of data, that's a lot of volume, of a lot of data that you can handle. Um, but we don't want to enter with these uh, hardware devices into the data center and 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 build um, production ready solutions out of it. I see. Uh, I'm quite interested in in some technical details. So, if I ever open this box, I, I would never do that. I promise. But if I ever open this box, what would I find in it? Um, actually, so what you find it is a micro data center. So it's a, it's a network switch in the middle, a gigabit switch. Um, so it's quite performing. And six computers, six full computers. Um, we use Intel's next unit of computing as a platform right now. So Intel Nux. Um, that's true um, 64-bit computers, uh, CPUs in there that run at about 3.2 gigahertz of uh, CPU speed. 
Each node normally ships with 16 gigabytes of RAM, so times 6, that's 96 gigabytes of RAM in total. And each computer has a terabyte of spinning disk normally. And no SSD? We have a small SSD in there to install the operating system, um, not for the storage of the data. Um, we have customized for certain um, of our clients uh, SSD hard drives for the data as well. But we've been talking, for example, to the sizing server labs in, in, in Cortrec as well, who did performance tests on the difference between SSDs and spinning disks. And the performance improvement for regular big data workloads is only 10, 10 to 15%. So actually the extra cost of having SSDs don't outweigh the performance gains. I see. And, and in terms of software, like, how can I control such a machine? Through our App Store, actually. Um, so all the um, nodes, all the six nodes of the, com of the micro data center are provisions with Ubuntu as operating system. Um, you have full access to all the operating systems to, to manage it any way you like. But the App Store is actually what brings the ease of use and you can just click install um, a, a Hadoop cluster or a Spark cluster. The software services are actually de deployed through a technology which is Docker which uses application virtualizations to make um, um, software services portable across the various nodes of the computer. Very interesting. How about competitors? Do you have any? Our biggest competitor actually is Amazon uh, with their uh, Amazon Web Services. Um, that's a big one. That's a big one, yes. <laughs> Not a direct competitor with our specific solution, but we do see that most of the development teams actually solve their problems that we solve with our solution by using um, virtual servers in the cloud, um, using Amazon. That's a big competitor indeed, but the uh, biggest problem that we see with, uh, with Amazon-based solution is that they either spend a lot of time um, scripting away with DevOps scripts to um, provision their infrastructure. So there's a lot of engineer focused on that. And on the other side, um, having uh, clusters in the cloud is still quite expensive if you have them running 24-7. I agree with that. I, I personally work on AWS. And indeed, I can guarantee that all these difficulties are uh, are there. And any Chinese company so far that trying to produce the same stuff for one third of the price? Um, not yet. <laughs> Do you guys feel that's going to happen anytime soon? No, um, we're actually collaborating with uh, with uh, somebody we know in San Francisco to if we want to start mass producing these devices to do it in China. Um, so maybe if they got eyes on it, they'd be interested and start um, doing cheaper um, copies of what we're doing. But it's in the software stack and actually the community that we want to build around these devices that we would make the difference. That's great. So we, who is using this stuff? We have individual, actually, individuals who actually bought um, our devices. We also sold a number of devices to a bunch of schools and universities. Um, research centers are actually using it, data scientists as well within organizations and um, data innovation teams who actually build, use big data technologies to build innovation solutions, innovative solutions um, within larger companies. A very heterogeneous community. And for instance, how do they, how would they use such a thing at, at college? Um, they actually use it in the classroom to um, physically show uh, students uh, what big data is, what it is about, and for example, how big data technologies actually behave when they're on, under, str under stress. Interesting. And, and have you ever met some data scientists interested in? 
Yes, one of our first customers was actually a New, a New, a New York-based data scientist who wanted to do Spark at a bigger scale than what he could do on a laptop. Wow. That would be very interesting also for as a testing environment. Yes, indeed. It is a really, um, for example, a good uh, pre-release environment. We have a, a big bank in Belgium that actually uses it like that, who, um, where the data science team deploys their solutions first to Hex before putting it into production to see there's no bugs left behind and see if it behaves as it should behave. Right, right. And how about the costs? The most common device that we sell these days is a hex based on uh, i5 CPUs from Intel with 16 gigabytes of RAM for each node and a terabyte of disk in, uh, in each uh, node. And we sell those at a list price of 6,500 euros. Makes sense. It's actually six computers in once. Are you planning to improve the hardware, add some kind of GPU or improve somewhere else? Well, um, we've been asked a few times by um, data scientists who are interested in machine learning and deep learning to actually build uh, uh, one of our devices out of uh, more GPU-based um, 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 motherboards. And we're actually um, in talking to the guys from N NVIDIA who might have a possible hardware solution for us to build a GPU-based um, uh, hex from, which would actually be um, very good and efficient in deep learning and machine learning. Right. Is it the same GPUs that we find on laptops? It is based out of uh, NVIDIA CUDA cores. So in that respect, it's the same technology, but it's a board specifically geared towards embedded devices. Right. Okay. And how about power consumption? You can imagine that uh, six computers in a box actually um, consume quite a lot of electricity. So the devices that we sell right now, we have to supply them with an external power supply of almost 300 watts. Mm -hmm. um, we do have a specific solution for that as well. We have uh, hexes that are based on ARM CPUs, which are very low power uh, consuming. Um, we even had a device like that running on a conference once um, for more than a day. We ran them from um, those battery packs that you use to charge mobile phones, and we oh, used right. four of them. So that's really low, um, very power efficient. So bear in mind, it's 6,500 electricity bill excluded. I'm used to think of having a, let's say, Spark cluster on my desk, which is awesome. But how about the noise? The noise is really, really, really low. Um, there is, we used to have a device that was cooled actively. So there's a big, um, a com um, big, um, fan within the device, which made, which made a lot of noise. But these days we kind of externalized the power supply. So, um, there's a small, um, ventilator on each node, but you hardly hear them. Wow. So you're more and more convincing me to, to get one. Of course. <laughs> All right. So how can people contact you if you guys out there are, might be interested in buying a hex and put it on your desk? Call Wim. Wim, how do they contact you? Very easily. They can head over to our website, which is http.bigboards.io. They can reach out on Twitter, um, either my personal handle at Wim van Leuven or um, at bigboards.io for the company, or just send an email, wim at bigboards.io. You heard that? I had so much fun talking to you, Wim, and I'm looking forward to the next generation big data on the desk. Thanks. It was great to be here, Francesco. Data Science at Home is the show where we tell you the skills you need and the tools you can build at home. 
We are supported by World of Piggy, thinking human world in mathematical terms. Visit worldofpiggy.com or Twitter at worldofpiggy. Hey, if you like the show, please leave us a review on iTunes and help this podcast reach more ears. So tell your friends and colleagues that we exist. We will really appreciate it.